money back. I have to help these guys. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Uh, to use a seventh grade term, he's such a dork. I he's can't a total stand dork. him. He's such a dork. I wish he'd just shut up. Yeah. Just sit down and shut up, man. Doc it's Lemon. 705 is where in Rima at KTSA. COVID, 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 Scarlett Johansson, COVID. That's all I got. I talk, Trey and I are talking about what, what I got, you know, for, and it's it's all COVID except for ScarJo. Yeah. And Melanie, Melanie Griffith's, uh, you know, freaking Italian bikini and she you know britney goes topless again and uh, who's the other one what what, what what the heidi klum goes topless oh, great yeah. you know it just seems like if you want attention you go topless so sean go ahead you don't uh, want to see me topless right now yeah man. that's true okay uh so here we are on another day of uh covid reporting so sick of you know, it all. You know I, I'm convinced. I'm convinced they're, they're focusing this much attention on it right now because they don't want us to look at the border, which is an invasion that's happening to our country. They don't want us focused on that, man. I know, but the border is tied to the COVID, man. Well, of course because it is. they're bringing the COVID in. But they don't want us looking down there. They want us looking at, uh, you're killing people, you're killing people. What? Okay, so Don Lemon there, he says, you know, you're so selfish, right? Oh, God. Bill de Blasio says yesterday, you're a criminal if you're unvaccinated. You criminal. If you're on that, and Joe Biden says you're a problem. So let me get this right. <laughs> let me get this right. If you're 22 and you're female and you're worried about long term reproductive ish- issues due to COVID, right? Because they don't know. Right. Right. So what's your fertility going to be like? You know, you're a criminal if you're concerned about that. You're a problem if you're concerned about that. You're so narcissistic and selfish. You suck. Yeah. If you're concerned about that. And, you know, you got 3 million federal employees, but what Joe said yesterday is going to apply to about 7 million people because you're talking about all these various uh, agencies that work with them and contractors and stuff. So now you've got that 22, 25-year-old who's decided not to have kids yet, but she's going to later in life, who has to decide whether she's going to keep her job or take in something that may do something to her down the road in the future. What a hell of a position to put somebody in. Well, it is, and uh, much of it just doesn't make any sense, you know. And uh, as far as Don Lemon, you know, I, 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 I hate it when they say, you know, I'm not shaming, but you're a horrible human being. So he said last night, this isn't shaming. And then he goes on to shame people who have been unvaccinated. Yeah, and you're right. They're being put in a horrible position when it comes to your income and, uh, and, your, you know, and your ability to t- take care of your kids or whether it's going to screw you up down the way. Look, I never had an enlarged heart till now. <laughs> I heard you say that earlier. I don't know. Is it linked? Also, Andy Cuomo, Fredo, says yesterday... 37% of unvaccinated people are white Republicans. Oh, I saw that. So who are all the others? Who's the majority there, uh, Andy? Or Chris? I, can't, I get him mixed Chris. up. It was Chris. It was Chris. Fredo. I get him mixed up. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, saw him. Uh, I saw that. So it's ridiculous. First off, to make it racial sucks. And secondly, well, who are the others? Are there some odd Democrats uh, in, in, uh, in, the, in the majority of folks who are unvaccinated? You think? I, I have a little bit of a theory. You know how yesterday, right after Joe came out with his mandate this and I'm going to mandate that, uh, the head of the strongest, most powerful union on planet Earth, the Texas or the Federation of Teachers Union, right? She came out and she said, "Well, we may end up 
staying out of school for a year. Now, school starts in two weeks for my kiddos. I know. In two weeks for mine, right? right? And she's saying, we may keep the schools closed for a year because this stuff is really bad. I have a theory that she believes or probably knows. I don't know. I could be wrong that a lot of those teachers aren't vaccinated. They chose not to get the vaccine, and <laughs> right. that's why she doesn't want to bring them back. Otherwise, if they were vaccinated, she'd say, come on back, wear a mask, come on back to work. Well, it would make sense. Right? Right. But yes. if they're not vaccinated, she's saying, stay home, we're going to keep take another year off. Yeah. I don't know. A bunch of crap. Look, look, you, it, try to explain. I know we're, we're just kind of trying to cover all the bases here, but explain oh, to me. Just free, ex- free it's Friday. Explain yeah. to me. Explain to me how you're going to arrest some congressmen in the House of Representatives for not wearing a mask. But you don't want people flowing over the border to be stopped or harassed or bothered in any way, shape, or That's form. That's how this makes no sense. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. You're, you're, you're going to arrest congressmen, which is what they issued yesterday, yeah. and, and put them on report. And you put them to, on a report. You have to report them. But if you got 19 illegals coming across in a minivan. Or, or sit, <laughs> sitting with COVID at a Whataburger. Or, or coughing at a Whataburger. Coughing all over coughing the number the one. all over the place you over got the number a, one. You just coughed all over my number one, You man. can't do anything about that. And, and you got some on my peach shake. Yeah, run that what by me again. What's wrong with you, you man? Don't, right, don't be coughing no COVID on my Whataburger. That is my peach shake that's only here for the summer. Next month, they get rid of it. <laughs> I got one month to get that peach shake, and you're coughing your COVID on it. <laughs> I got one damn month. And you just put COVID on my peach shake. What kind of person are you? You horrible human being. You're a horrible human being, man. Stay away from my honey barbecue chicken strip sandwich. I, I spent, let me tell you something, man. I spent $4.57 on that on that peach shake, and you just cough COVID well, uh, all over. I don't want nobody coughing no COVID to me, uh, on me at Jalisco's later. Because I can get my shrimp ranchero, okay? But you understand, because of the sodium levels, yeah. that's all I can stink and eat today. Right. So if you cough some COVID on my shrimp rancheros, I'm, I go st- I'm, I'm going to be a little angry, man. Yeah, you are. <laughs> and I can't afford to be angry. And, and we don't want him angry because then the battery starts blinking over there. And, and I have to keep. I, I have been asked to keep an eye on the battery if I see it blinking. <laughs> I gotta watch the no COVID. I gotta watch the red light. Or I'll I'll shock your ass. I will, man. I'm so, like electro. So <laughs> you really are. So uh, Greg Abbott. Greg Abbott said this yesterday. There will be no mandates. Rock on. He said the path forward relies on personal responsibility rather than government mandates. Right. Ron Nuremberg says that Abbott has a callous disregard for life. Well, let me tell you, Ron, good old socialist, that without freedom, there is no life. And you're showing a callous disregard for freedom. And without freedom, there isn't life. Why do you think all these people come here and they call and they say, hey... You know, I came from that country, and I didn't have a life until I got here. Right. There was no life in that country. That's why I came here. Nuremberg is a callous disregard for just about everything. You know, I, I, I he, he has a callous dis... Has Nuremberg said anything about the border? I mean, is he Not worried about people coming into San Antonio with Not the COVID? Go down to the bus sounds station. sounds like a callous disregard to me. Go down to the bus station. Yeah. He, hasn't, he hasn't said a word. All over the place. Not a word. And you, and you know COVID is coming into town. Hell yes. You know it. Well, of course it is. But if you bring that up, you're a xenophobe. Oh, you're a racist. Oh, you're such a hater. You hate dreamers. So yesterday on The Five, you know, uh, <laughs> Tucker comes on, right? And and they're all talking about his, his border special that he, right. just, he just did. And apparently it's a, I, I'm going to watch it this weekend. Apparently yeah. it's a wonderful piece of work, right? And uh, and it, it goes and shows the invasion. And look, I, I know early on people were calling an invasion, and I, w- I would scream and squirm a little bit when people would say that because I'm like, oh, that's kind of uh, invasion. Uh, that's that's tough language. 
But there's no other thing you can call it when you see the video and you see people just flowing, flowing and coming. It's a river of people flowing north. It's, right. a, it's amazing. And so he goes on the five. Well, a, a right away, Geraldo lights into him as a xenophobe. Oh, Geraldo. And, and Tucker starts to laugh at his face. He laughed at him. He goes, I just threw up in my mouth at you, uh, Geraldo. <laughs> Geraldo, you know, he's a little guy with a big head, man. You know, if it weren't for the mustache, he'd tip over. That 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 guy, you know, I, he is so obnoxious. Yeah, if you say anything about the border, you're a racist. Yeah, yeah. I, he's ca- said that to Gutfeld the other night too. He sure did. I watched him. Say you know, uh, and and you know, Gutfeld doesn't have to sit on a box so he can see him over the counter there. Uh, uh, Geraldo, he, he's he's just one of the most obnoxious human beings. I think. Well, he's a showboater. He well, what he is is he's bitter. Is because uh, uh, Tucker and and Greg yeah. are more important now than he is. Much, much, and, much and more. And he's bitter about that. Of course so, he is. You know, he, he's a, he's all personal. He's a sidekick on on Fox News. So did you see Tucker's mashup? This was I, I missed it. I went to bed. Oh my god! Early. Oh I my god! It. I don't want to sit here and make this a Tucker Carlson show, but I, 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 he was just brilliant last night. Everything was right on last night. I had this JD Vance guy on that said oh, yeah. we're being ruled by a bunch of cat women, cat ladies, <laughs> bitter, b- bitter people that live in in single room, one room <laughs> apartments are ruling over us. It was great, but he put together. Man, you're gonna love this. He put together this mashup. Of, of Joe Biden and all of the lies along the way, and he showed the videos of all the stuff. So here's Joe going, uh, uh, I was born and raised in Scranton. Oh, God. And I was a coal miner all my life. Oh, God. He's actually walking around telling me, I was a, I was coal, a coal miner. So, and then he goes on to say, I remember, and I was really quite proud of myself for getting arrested in South Africa when I went out there I, to, uh, free, to free Nelson Mandela. I saw that. I've seen that. <laughs> God. He freed Nelson Mandela, mm. and then of course the cor- the, the part about <laughs> Does Nelson cor- know about that. Yeah, right. And then the part about the corn pop. I whipped off a six foot link of chain. I told corn pop because he's a pretty bad dude. I'm gonna whap this upside your head. <laughs> and then the the trucker thing that you he's and I had such fun a with. lying piece of crap. We had so much fun with the trucker thing yesterday, and he, right. he played that. I, oh yeah, I was eighteen wheeler driver. <laughs> <laughs> and he played all these videos, and I'm rolling. Right. I'm just, and and he was too. That was what's great about it is Tucker was just laughing. Tucker his, gets going when he's laughing, and it, you can't help but laugh along with him because he great. everything he laughs at. It was great. Is 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 there's a reason for it, you know? Uh, and uh, that's the that's your president. That's him. Some of you voted for him. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy not, it. Not as many as they claim voted for him, but some of you actually did. How you feeling? And we're not going to let you forget it. All right. Nope. <laughs> Quick break. Nope. <laughs> Quick break on Funky Friday with Warren Rhyme. <laughs> more coming up. Hey, I had a, a great pleasure of going over to Car Zeus yesterday and meeting with the folks there. And you know what? They're just working hard every day to make sure that you can sell your vehicle to them in the easiest way possible. I went back in their office where the, the folks are who are going online and looking at your vehicle and then deciding, okay, this is what we can offer you for your vehicle. And, man, they are making so many people happy. Um, I saw the list. I saw, you know, the pictures and everything. And by the way, you can you can uh, follow them on Facebook and see the pictures. of People that are so happy that they don't have to take it to a dealership and try to trade it in where they know they're not going to get the right dollars out of it or try to sell it online themselves. 
all, all you do is you go on to carzeus.com and you fill out a little form and then they send you an offer. It's free and there's no obligation. You're dealing with some really wonderful people over there too. They're just really sweet and they want to take care of you and they will take care of you. Carzeus.com. Going to be sunny and hot this weekend, 93 today and tomorrow and 95 on Sunday. KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Every federal government employee will be asked to attest to their vaccination status. It's Friday, Funky Friday. Oh, where in Rima, KTSA? What you got? Well, let's just deal with ScarJo real quick. Okay. Let's just get that off the because that's also COVID related. Shall we get her off our chest? (laughs) Well, I could say something dirty, but I won't. I love her in those black leather suits, man. Isn't the black the Black Widow character was the best character for her ever, because she gets to wear tight black leather suits, and I'm I'm not going to take away uh, her shapeliness uh, or her sort of acting ability, uh, but she she did this movie Black Widow. <laughs> well, I mean, she ain't freaking Meryl Streep, man. <laughs> so let me just objectify her real quick, and then we'll move on. I don't on. care. <laughs> I'll objectify the hell out of her. Okay. The last ten movies she's made, she's wearing tight clothing. Come on, yeah. man. She objectifies herself. So anyway, she uh, Black Widow is supposed to be a big Marvel movie. I guess it made some money. But at the time it was released, you know, the numbers are going up. People are not going... Her deal originally said she gets part of the uh, box office take from theaters. Right, yeah. But Disney decided to only stream it because nobody's going... People are back to not going to the movie theaters. Right. So she's upset because her estimation is she should have made 50 mil on top of the 20 mil for the streaming. And uh, so she's suing Disney for breach of contract. Yeah, well, you got a job. Well, I, you know, it, the, the Hollywood crowd are the biggest hypocrites when it comes to COVID. And they're the ones who agree with Don Lemon. You're unvaccinated. You're awful. Put the mask on. Blah, blah, blah. But, hey, if I lose 50 mil because of the pandemic, that's not cool. What a, what a narcissistic <laughs> little twit. What a narcissistic little twit. How many, how many mamas, single mamas with three babies, I happen to know some of them, were at home and couldn't go to work last right. year because they t- kicked their kids out of school. Well, precisely. And so she's upset that she missed out on a few bucks due to COVID when these mamas couldn't couldn't work at all. Well, yeah. At and, all. And, and it, Give me a I, break, you, know what? It would you be, twit. It would be different if all things were equal and these weren't pandemic times. And Disney, yes, yeah, said, well, we told her we were going to put in theaters and we didn't. All, if this were if this were normal life, I could see her point. But you know, Disney couldn't have possibly predicted the the rise in COVID, and so obviously they're not going to make any money off the theaters because people are going. Herself. It's like just take it twenty mil and be happy. Yeah. You're part of the one of the most historic franchises in movie history. Look, the only reason she is where she is, and I agree with you, she she has less than than reasonable acting talent. Well, she's okay. They, yeah. Right, right. She did that Japanese thing with uh, with Bill Murray, and that's what launched her into oh, Lost in Translation. Yeah, when which she, is a great flick. When she, yeah, when she and she looked hot. And that, you know, again, go back to her looks, but she looked hot, right. and that helped advance her in Hollywood. Let's not BS with each other. Well, and, I mean, you know, producers went, yeah, hey, you know, put her in a movie, people are going to come and see her. Well, and and really, that movie, Bill Murray made that movie. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, she had but, less than, right. than admirable acting a, a, a talent. She's kind of like Gwyneth Paltrow. It's like she's okay, but again, you know. Uh, so I, 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 
again, if you take away the pandemic factor, I, I could see her legal point. Because I also believe you should be able to command as much money as you can command. I mean, if the, if the market will bear $50 million to Scarlett Johansson for a stinking movie, great. It's a free market system. Yeah. But these are not normal times. Right, right, right. So it does kind of come off as selfish. So, so, so you're, you're upset when the very workers that would serve the popcorn and Coca-Cola at the theater didn't get to work last yeah, year. And you're out upset of the job. That, you're right. And, and, and I guarantee you they didn't miss any, you know, anywhere near $50 million. So don't, don't go cry to somebody who cares. Just chill, here's, sweetheart. Here's a quarter. Call somebody who cares. Don't make me a sandwich. Yeah, exactly right. What? You know, you know that suit you were asking me to bring in the dog suit that's got the big puffy arms, so so that when the dog bites, he he needs the dog suit over here. He needs it all the time. Yeah, that boy over here. He's gonna get his own line of clothing like that called Rimmel Wear. Yeah, right? just dog suits. Yeah. I don't care, man. Right, I just don't care. When anymore. a German Shepherd's coming after you, I'm gonna I'm gonna step out the way and let him get right. you. Hey, uh, what are you listening to? These days? Yeah. What you listening to? I was listening to The Cars yesterday. Oh, wow. Well, well that's a good band. Sp- anything specific by the them? Shake or? It Up album. Ah, uh, man, what a great album. Well, it came out 40 years ago. Oh, wow. Oh, no, oh, yeah. just don't yeah. you do that. You had to toss that so, in, huh? Somebody, somebody mentioned that to me yesterday. Oh. Like, hey, can you, do you realize that that album came out? Shake It Up. Nah. Yeah, because it was a friend of mine that I, you know, I used to hang around with back then, and he messaged me saying, do you remember when we went to buy that album? We got the last two copies. And I'm like, yeah, he goes, that was 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, no kidding. Where did the last 40 years go? What happened to 40 years? Into a black hole, man. I've spent most of it sitting in a room just like this. Well, yeah, yeah right. Well, I, I, I spent yeah, it right there, here. There you go, yeah. You spent it right there. <laughs> right here. Now, was Rick with Paulina at the time? No. No, you know, they got together around the mid-80s when okay. they did the Drive video. Right. It was 84. They got together then. All right, so. okay. Right. Can you say her last name? Paula Petri Dish. Poris, yeah, Poris, 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 is that what it is? Yeah. Porous Border. There you go. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, just for a second here, we'll shake it up. Sure. That's a great song. <laughs> y'all want to? Y'all, y'all want to shake? Sure. Okay. Here we go. Here's the cars. Yeah. I like it. You know, I played that on this station when it came out. <laughs> when it was new. When it was brand right. new. Wow. Right here. Yeah. I was in the eighth grade. Were yeah, you really? I was too. I, was I would have been too, yeah. You yeah. really are a word I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> you really are. Chris wasn't even born yet. No. But I was you, two. <laughs> you was really two. are a word I can't yeah. say. You're welcome. <laughs> Wow, we were we were in, we were in the eighth grade. I'd never even kissed a girl when this when this song came out. I know that's not true. We not have, in the eighth grade. We man. have the video. No. <laughs> a couple of girls kissed me, but I didn't kiss them. Uh, oh, right. see now he blames it on the girls. Playing, again. You play you playing hard to get. That's exactly right. We'll find that hard. To hey play. guys, uh, y- y'all, do y'all want your? I'll make me a sandwich. What? <laughs> not to change the subject, but I'm going to change the subject. I want my hundred dollars from Biden. By the way, what? And in oh, fact, yeah. in fact, as Chris said earlier, I want it with interest because I got vaccinated. Yeah, I did too. Where's my hundred bucks? You know, in fact, get my hundred bucks. If you got two shots, you ought to get two hundred. And so what he's going to do is he's offering $100, and he's going to reimburse businesses that give time off for people to go get the shot. So if you want to get the shot now, he's going to pay you $100 to go get the shot. Where's my 100 Well, the thing is, wouldn't the 100 already kind of be ours because he's going to have to get the 100 from you and me anyway? That's exactly what he does. Yeah. So he's like, let me borrow five bucks. Here, you, know, you need five bucks? 
The whole, the whole, the whole thing has now, played out. There, you're though, you're bringing up a point I've talked about for like 30 years, is that if they want to offer money like this as incentives and what have you, fine, but it ought to come directly out of their bank account. He's a millionaire, a multimillionaire. Right. He yeah, can do it. can sell a couple of paintings and uh, sure. can cover that pretty you know, handily. He'll give you the 100 bucks, but in the long run, it's going to cost you about $1,100 right. out of your pocket. <laughs> to, to get it to yeah. you. Right. Exactly. By the time it leaves your pocket, goes up there, and they uh, suck it. Right, you know, all the dimes out of it, <laughs> and then you've got to pay it back over time. Right, you know? exactly the interest and everything. Yeah, seven thousand percent interest. Yeah, people really—that's the thing. I don't think a lot of people even stop to think about that crap. They don't on that side of things. They don't. That, oh, look, I got a check every month from the government, but it's like you—it's your money. Well, man. So, so that's right, and so like that's, the, that's the, the the first thing I always think when yeah. all that was me too because you know, I'm I'm a notorious cheapskate. Me too. So, <laughs> me too. Do you know how old this shirt is? <laughs> Yeah, we, shop at, same, we shop at the same Walmart. They're crying. They're this, both Walmart I have shirts. that shirt. This is the six ninety five rack, yeah. and it's four years old. Right? <laughs> I have the same shirt. <laughs> Let me tell these people. I see these two grown men wearing the same shirts. All the time. Almost, <laughs> almost, it's almost like they have the same wardrobe, and they just switch switch off. We do. It's pretty it's much the same it shirt. Yeah. We do it to confuse you. And they and are, it works. They are years old. Years old. <laughs> Years. See, I just bought ten of the same damn shirt. Well, that's so. A, I just I just put the same damn stuff right. on every day. And you right. don't own a pair of shoes. We I don't own any solid shoes. All right, uh, break for the bottom of the hour news. Back in a minute with more Warren Rymo and KTSA and BG for your vehicle today. If, if it's your turn to change the oil when you roll in there, just tell them add the BG. Do the BG service wherever you have your oil change. Find shops all over the place. Whether you're taking it to a, a full service mechanic or you're going to one of those quick change places or whatever when you roll in there they'll have the bg and they can uh, use bg inside the engine which lubricates it better than just plain oil could ever dream of doing and we're in the hot summer months any time of the year is a good time to use bg because it gives you maximum protection against wear and tear and costly repairs and i'm telling you these engine repairs ain't cheap these days and it comes out of your pocket there's no insurance gonna pay for that it comes out of your pocket so you want to make sure you got bg working hard in your vehicle at all times they've also got the 44k which cleans the entire fuel system cleans the the lines cleans the the injectors cleans the valves lubricates the top of the engine fantastic stuff bg ktsa and fm 1071 stay connected that was Joe responding to Peter Ducey. Ducey ticked him off yesterday. He said, you said back in May we got vaccinated, we could take the mask off. And uh, Joe said, uh, it's two at the time. And you know what was interesting? He he stumbled off from there um, without a mask. Without a mask. Isn't that strange? Not wearing a mask. He didn't put a mask on. Odd yeah. that. Doesn't have to, you know, because he's in the uh, the enriched crowd. It's the hoi polloi that have to do what uh, do their bidding. You know, we we, we have this. Uh, there's a story on on KBB of this uh, this local uh, woman who wants a mask mandate from the governor. So she started a petition. <laughs> to, to get, yeah, you laugh, but she's already got like sixty thousand people signed up. Just put the mask on if you want to put the mask on. Exactly. Why Why do you need a mandate to do something you have a choice to do? It's because of right. selfish people like us. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's not about them. It's about us. You know what? I'm not anti-mask. And I'm not I anti- am. I hate them. And I'm not. A- well, no, no. I'm talking about for you. If you want to wear it. Right, right. You do right. you. If you want to wear it, right. wear it. I'm not anti-mask for you. Right. I am for me. Right. But if you want to, have at it. And the same is true with the vax. I got it in my body, man. And now I'm worried. You know, it's going to happen. 
<laughs> well, I, you know, I, feeling again, a droopy. I, I, I have no droopy. I'm feeling droopy. Uh, I, I don't. Uh, I, I have no idea, man. Because we're maybe going to hear something today about the Delta variant and vaccinated people. C- CDC is going to release their data for reversing on the mask, and and there's there's mumblings and stumblings about well, the vaccine is not working <laughs> against the Delta variant, so you need to mask up and stay away from each other and lock down 2.0. I don't know. We'll see what they right. what they come out with, but there's stumblings and mumblings that that might be what they say. Right. You yeah. know, so who knows, man? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm still kind of in that place where I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, but what here's what I do know is that Without freedom, there is no life. Freedom is the number one thing. So do not vote to enslave yourself. Do not do that. And that's what they're trying to do. And they're very socialistic, Marxist way. They have to take away your freedom of choice. And they're try- Joe said yesterday, he's trying to mandate vaccines for everybody. He said, yeah, it's time to consider uh, restrictions. Mandates. Mandates, restrict, yeah. So, uh, you know, God knows what's going to happen over the next couple of days. But, and, and I feel validated because Riccardi made this point the other day that, that, you know, you don't, you're not changing anybody's mind by trying to force them to do something. Nope. You're not enlightening people to the wonderfulness of vaccines uh, by forcing them. He said, it, it's probably, it, and this, I thought this was a very smart thing to say. He said, there's probably a whole, people who are anti vax are always going to be anti vax because they're anti vax, all vaxes. All right, vaccines, that crowd. They're a relatively small amount of people in the country, okay? Probably the inconsistency in the messaging and, the, frankly, the weirdness of the government's response and what they're saying to us on a daily basis, uh, whether the vaccines don't work uh, or even if you're vaccinated, you got to live this way, probably has turned a lot more people, many more people, off to the vaccines that would have been fine with it ordinarily. I, I, I've been saying that because I feel that way. <laughs> you know, right. I'm like, I, what did I put in my body? Now you're telling me, you, you spent months telling me to get this shot or the two shots and take a risk at feeling like crap. You know, I only right. felt bad for a couple of days, but take a risk at feeling like crap. And for, for nada? So for, for why did I go through that? And, and, and I get that. I, I understand that people feel that way i've been saying for a long time sean that that that, look you're only going to get 60 or 70 percent of americans to take the vaccine the rest of them just not going to do it they're just not everybody who wanted the vaccine already got it yeah yeah they're they're done so uh you know it's confusing at best as to what's the reality and what's not of this thing i I like i said i have no idea and and you know how it is being uh, doing what we do for a living. People ask you all the time because they figure you know more about stuff that's going on in the world than most people do. And I get asked what I you know about this COVID stuff all the time. I'm like I I, I know as little as you do. Well, um, we do know that they had a, a meeting of the commies in in Washington <laughs> yesterday. The uh, the commies, the uh, Texas Democrats that are up there, <laughs> met with uh, Stacey Abrams and with the Clintons yesterday and got a got a pep talk from Stacey Abrams oh, and, and the Clintons. So that must have been. A really enlightening, like like a Les Brown pep talk, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just keep telling the people to wear the masks. Yeah, we can win that election. <laughs> Sheila Jackson Lee got busted. Yeah, that was great to see her in handcuffs. Chicks like... <laughs> that just sounded wrong. Chicks like her love getting arrested, though. They do, man. That's they why they do They just love it. getting arrested. It's her own insurrection. I even insisted. Make sure it's a white cop who puts his hands on me. You know? I mean, they just love getting arrested. You know, I didn't look at the picture that closely. Was it a white cop? Well, the picture she tweeted as a big, hulking white dude with his hand on her shoulder. Is that right? 
uh, you know, because she was there on some kind of pro. We don't. We still don't know exactly why she got arrested. It, it was her own insurrection. It was her own insurrection. It was but, Sheila right. Jackson Lee insurrection. And so she tweeted the picture of her getting the little uh, zip tie on her wrist. Oh, yeah. No, no, you know, it's a, it's a it's a little female uh, cop that's that's, that's uh, yeah, but, no, but there's a picture of oh, a white guy behind. He right. sure is. He's standing next to her. You know, big and, old uh, bald white dude with a big. I will orange. never stop fighting for voting rights. The time is now oh, to move the voting rights bills. Sheila, you're so in the U.S. Senate forward enough is oh shut up. Now, now <laughs> let me let me explain so who she is. Important, let man. me let me explain who she is. During the Obama years, eight long years. Every every time he gave the State of the Union, which would have been eight long State of the Union addresses, she would go and stay there all day so that she could be in the aisle to shake his hand on television. <laughs> Literally, she would sit in there by herself. Right, right. By herself. I know. I, I remember. She's, she's sitting in the aisle by herself, just waiting so that she would be on the front line when he came walking in to shake her hand. That's Sheila Jackson Lee. She's all hat, no cattle, and I was glad to see her in Canada. She's not even from Texas. I, I didn't realize that until recently. She's Houston. actually from New York. Well, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Originally from, yeah, yeah. And she yeah. got on city council in Houston. Over in Houston, that's right. And that's how she built her political career. Yep. But she's entirely full of crap. <laughs> you know, she's absolutely full of crap. You're a racist for saying that. Oh, I know. You're such a I racist. I probably am. But she's she's just so you, full of crap. You don't like anybody but white guys, do you? I, I don't like anybody who doesn't look just like me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Just well, like me. Everybody else is a ferner. You know, that's a standard a I don't know that any of us are going to make up to, man. I can't make it, maintain that standard, <laughs> to be honest with you. But, uh, you know, I, 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 I this drivel about... Uh, about these vo- these state laws, like the Texas laws, are somehow restricting the. They never can explain how. <sighs> they never can explain Cause, cause how they, they restrict people's ability to vote because they don't. There's no reason they don't. And and one thing that Merrick Garland is is turning out to be the Ugh. you know Eric Holder 2.0 right because earlier this week he told states if you return back to pre-pandemic voting rules I'm going to sue you. That's his thing. He's suing everybody. Right. He's right. going to sue you. And now he's told Greg Abbott, if you uh, stop these vehicles and make them return to the border, vehicles that are hauling, like 18-wheelers with 300 illegals packed <laughs> in the back, if you stop them and turn them back, I'm going to sue you, oh, which is the executive order that Greg Abbott put out this right. week. So, you know, the only, the only vehicles allowed to carry an illegal are federal, state, or local authorities. That's it. Any other vehicle, like, you know, an 18-wheeler parked in the Walmart parking lot, right. they got to go back. Right. And Mark Garland says, if you enforce that, I'm going to sue you. And I say, you know what? Tenth Amendment, I am this close to saying, let's just see, let's get away from this crap. I'm kind of thinking about it myself, yeah. actually. Yeah. I've had just it. Just get the hell. Uh, yeah. Because uh, when your own government, the federal government, is actively working against you. 100%. You hear this all the time. Th- these people are uh, a threat to democracy. These people are an enemy of the people or an enemy of the state. They're the enemy I'm right for now. the people. Our own government. That's right. Is out is the worst force at the darkest force at work in America against the American and people. You're not going to find either one of us in West Texas in a bunker with a bunch of guns. That's not who we are, right? <laughs> well, you never so, know. Well, <laughs> maybe I get top, but no, maybe uh, on the weekends. Well, I. But you're right, you know. And so Greg Abbott, uh, you know, and he's standing up for the people. He is. He's he's standing up for Texas uh, more than anything else, and. 
Sure, I'm, he may have ambitions down the road, but most of them do. I don't care. I don't care either. I like what he's doing. That's right. And so the Tenth Amendment should apply in this case. We're not going to cede that power to you. You're not doing anything about protecting the border, so we're going to do it. And if we find a truck loaded with illegal immigrants, we're going to send them back. And he doesn't seem to be too worried about the lawsuits. Yeah. <laughs> bring, you know what? Bring, bring it, it on, man. Bring it, man. Bring it on. All right, a quick break. More wearing Rama on the other side of the break. Um, speaking of South Texas guns, great people over there. Uh, Joseph and his team, they've all put together a wonderful operation at South Texas Guns. Happy birthday to Joseph, too. He had a great week for his birthday this week. You guys are going to love going over there. Um, it, it doesn't matter if this is your first time at a gun store or you this is your 10 millionth time. You're just going to love being there. In fact, he had to put couches in the place because guys just like to go hang out and, and shoot stuff, just talk. And that's what you can do over at South Texas Guns as well. You're welcome to come in anytime, take your time, browse around. They literally have the largest inventory I've ever seen. And they've got handguns, and they've got revolvers, and they have AR-15s, and they have shotguns and rifles. And it won't be too long. It'll be time to get it look, get your rifle looked at for hunting season. And they have expert gunsmiths on staff and in the store. So if you're thinking about that, you know, I, I know it's crazy, but November will be here before you know it. Uh, you can get all that done at South Texas Guns and ammo in stock as well. SouthTexasGuns.com. AccuWeather forecast, 93 today and tomorrow and 95 on Sunday. It's going to be hot. It really is right now. That would be Atomic Dog. Yep, Atomic Dog. Yeah. Or Atomic Dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> D-A-W-G, Atomic Dog. In Baltimore, is that Atomic Dog? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's wearing Rima. It's Friday. It's all loosey-goosey. And, uh, you know, all, all the news is pointing to to, to COVID, but I, I have a theory about that. I think they don't want you looking at what's happening at the border with a, a river of people flowing north. Well, yeah, which is in and of itself a COVID story, right. you know. So, But uh, you don't see a lot of coverage of that in the Nationals. Uh, at least honest reporting. No, you get Geraldo on Fox screaming his brains out about racism and xenophobia, but no, they don't want you looking down the and the border. You, you, and this is what makes me crazy. Why do we have a rise in COVID? I don't care what variant it is. You know, and they they on the left in in the in the uh, elite media, they try to act. They act like tens of thousands of people streaming into the country, getting on buses and being shipped. To all four corners of this country, not a big deal. Without you know, with no testing, and got COVID, don't got COVID. We don't know where they're going. Local officials, they drop them off. Obviously, they drop them off at a hotel. They don't tell anybody that they're there in that particular town. The town itself doesn't have any resources to take care of them. Most of these towns that they're dropping them off at. And we have no idea. Well, you you uh, saw the story of the guys who came down from Canada to help us along our border, and they got COVID. So that's a great welcome and howdy do to you know Texas. Welcome to Texas and come help us at the border. And they yeah, got COVID. They're getting COVID. We got ice guys down the border getting COVID. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. people like that are just catching COVID left and right. Yeah. So, but they, they act like that's not happening. That's why two weeks ago I brought in those notes from January. Oh, right, right, right. And I said, in January, it's the biggest super spreader oh, yeah. in the history of mankind when he opened those borders down there. Now, here, and here's their in game for him. New York Times op-ed 
allow foreign nationals to vote in U.S. elections. Well, of course. With Democrats as the biggest beneficiaries. Of course. Here's the piece. The United States ought to allow foreign nationals legally in the U.S. and otherwise to vote in local, state, and federal elections. According to the New York Times op-ed, there is no good reason you should have to be a citizen to vote. That was the name of the piece. No good reason you should have to be a citizen Think to vote. about that statement. Yeah, that's what they're saying. There's no good reason you should be a citizen to vote exactly. in this country. So, so imagine that, that uh, Chinese citizens, imagine that Russian citizens, <laughs> it's absurd. imagine that Iranian citizens would be voting in U.S. elections. It's absurd. That's what they're proposing. And it's not just them. This is the way it works. You know, the administration hands the piece to the New York Times, says, put it out there and let's see how this goes. <laughs> See, Morons will love it. That's right. Because, you know, we care about the dreamers. Right. And the refugees and the migrants. Mm-hmm. They're not illegals anymore. They're and, migrants. And here's the purpose. Humble migrants. Here's the reason they say we need to do it. It will revitalize democracy. Because you know, <laughs> It will revitalize their chances of taking over the country. It, it's where in Rima down in Texas that have destroyed democracy because they're all about freedom. <laughs> and so if you let foreign nationals vote in state, local, and federal elections... If you let them do that, then that's they're going to turn out, and they're the ones who are going to vote. And they probably will. They, you know what? They probably have a point. American citizens are probably, you know, uh, not going. We know they're not going to the polls, you know, like they used to. So right. these guys probably would. They'd probably Fill the run vacuum. the vacuum. Yes. And, hey, you want some free health care? You want a driver's license? Uh, we're going to let you vote. But here's how you're going to vote. Right. You know, I mean, there's no other explanation why they're, there's loving so, tens of thousands of people streaming into this country. No is the answer to allowing uh, non-citizens to vote in our elections. Yeah, I, I, I just saw a meme and uh, you know that says it all. It's just one simple quote from Dostoevsky. Tolerance will reach such a level that intelligent people will be banned from thinking so as not to offend the imbeciles. Yep, that's right. It's the moron crowd. The it. greatest threat to this country is our own government. And stupid people. Right. Right. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. So you're on the International Space Station. You're <laughs> floating in space however many miles up there they are. Right. The Russians get in their module, and they're going to take a flight, and uh, they fire off their rockets, and it blows our space station out of its orbit. No, <laughs> this was not funny. Wow. Because they were sinking. The space station yesterday was sinking. Right. Now, NASA says the crew was never in any danger. I'd like to ask the crew myself. <laughs> Did you guys ever feel like you were maybe in some danger? You know, because however many miles they're up there, they're floating. Uh, Mission Control in Houston said NASA had temporarily lost orientation control. They didn't have control of the space station. Orientation is really important in space. Yeah. And because of the, re, uh, the result of inadvertent thrust firings by the Russian module. <laughs> Ah, and so, uh, and they lost, um, you know, communication with them for 11 long, agonizing minutes. 11 minutes is a long time in space as well. 11 minutes is a long time when you're floating and don't know what's going to happen. (laughs) Floating. That's forever. You know, you're not really hearing a lot about that story either. (laughs) You know, you're not. Uh, Vlad, get on. Fire the rockets at the station. (laughs) (laughs) It'll mess them up for 11 minutes. (laughs) Well, they did. They did. Oh, wow. Well, anyway, COVID, 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 COVID. You you mentioned Melanie Griffith at the top of the show. You don't say anything about her. COVID, COVID, COVID. Oh, Melanie, yeah, she's 63, and she was posing in a bikini in Italy, and uh, that made the news. 
They made the news. That was see, the, the whole anything other than COVID is just like that. Well, I, like, here's another one: blueberry cheesecake pops are a sweet treat for National Cheesecake Day. <laughs> is, well, did I you mean, know it was National Cheesecake no, Day? No, I had no idea. I didn't either. Well, but the thing is, <laughs> normally, you know, I try to as far as what I plan to talk about. I try to come up with a few things that aren't, you know, the big stories and Me too. smaller stories. So we, because we want to have some variety. Yes, but I guarantee, pretty much everything I have is the same stuff you have. Yeah, because everything today is COVID. Right, the whole damn thing uh, is COVID. I told Don I was sitting. I, I, we started the show, and I had this stack, and I said, "All of that is COVID." Yeah, remember that when There's we started? Nothing else, man. And, and so that's when I said, "Well, Heidi Klum took her top off. Britney Spears took her top off. They're all taking their top off. Well, that's that's that does that. We're at, you know." <laughs> To COVID. Nothing else to freaking talk about, <laughs> Go man. back to COVID. <laughs> so, um, so I guess we'll just talk about, you know, <laughs> what are you listening to, Trey? <laughs> what, are you, what, what are you listening to, Trey, as, uh, as you get, uh, get close to going okay. to Sturgis? All right. Uh, I will tell you, I spent a lot of time because of, because of uh, Dusty and headed to Sturgis. I spent a lot of time with ZZ Top yesterday. Did you? I bet you did. Snuggled up close to ZZ Top yesterday. A lot of other people did, too. I, I saw some old interviews uh, with them yesterday. And uh, I didn't know this, but er, you know, early on in their deal, and you probably know this, but early on in their deal, about 71 or so, um, Frank Beard, the only guy without a beard, Frank Beard, <laughs> uh, went into rehab. Oh, really? And, and they asked Billy, right. did you ever consider replacing him? And Billy said, nope, there's only one, and he's right there. Those guys are loyal to each other, man. Absolutely. Well, like, like us here. I'm Yeah. Like I, I'm learning a, a whole new appreciation for ZZ because I, I just never followed them. Yeah, I, is that I, right? It's one of those bands I've never followed. Yeah. And uh, just over the past uh, day or so, uh, you know, do, just doing all the reading on Dusty Hill. Pretty good. I've learned, and, and listening to a lot of their music that I've never heard before. Yeah. I just never followed them. Right. And and uh, gaining a whole new appreciation uh, for, for ZZ Top. Don and, and Elaine are hammering me to not breathe while I'm in at Sturgis. Uh, just don't breathe. Well. And so I'm... <laughs> I'm I don't know how that works, uh, you know, the physicality of the situation. I think I probably have to every once in a while, but well, they don't want me to. No, you, you know, you got to be careful. You're going to be around a lot of biker chicks. <laughs> just don't don't inhale. Just inhale. Don't exhale. No, just don't well, inhale. Don't inhale. Well, don't inhale. Just exhale. Breathe out only. Well, that might work. Sure. Give it a shot. <laughs> You can, or you can just get like a respirator and walk around. Like, oh yeah, well, Darth Vader. I might Darth Vader with a Texas accent. I might be fitting in. <laughs> Darth Vader with a Texas accent. Where are those transmissions you intercepted? <laughs> Look it to the helmet. Listen to you guys. I'm your dad. Hey, Luke. 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 I'm your daddy. Can we do the news now? <laughs> no. <laughs> Back in a minute. Your workers vaccinated. I'll call you back. I have to help these guys. Where in Rima? 7 till 9. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Actually, you can go jump in a creek. <laughs> Not going to happen. Uh, it's Where in Rima. Good morning. It's Friday, okay? Friday. We will talk about Harrison here in a few minutes. We've got the album coming out next week, so we'll talk about that. But I, I did want to mention a couple of things going on in the schools. You, oh, yeah. This is going to shock you, but I'm against mask mandates, mm. particularly That's for shocking. children. Right. Now, yeah. now, in saying that, if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. Right. And if you want your child to wear a mask, that should be your choice. Right. You right. shouldn't be forced to put your child in a mask, nor should you be denied 
the ability to put sure. your child in a mask. Sure decision. Your mom. Right. You do it. You do. You do that. But now in Los Angeles, the schools there requiring now, you know, the mask. I got to have the mask. Got to have the mask in Los Angeles school district. But they also now have to test all students and all faculty for COVID, regardless of their status. They have to be tested every week. Now, you think about this. You got these little rugrats running into school in the morning. They're going to stick a Q-tip up their nose (laughs) every week. Yeah. Every week. And that they're the one bunch of folks that are the least likely to contract this thing. 100%. Because their their little immune systems are running on hyperdrive. They're on 100%. 100%. So, you know, they're, they're, again, there's no science behind this. None whatsoever. They can't shut up about, we follow the science. Right. Unless we want to do something where there is no science. So what are they doing to these children, you know? They're Screwing putting, them up. Yeah. They're putting masks and, and sticking a Q-tip up their nose every week in Los Angeles. Going to check you, even regardless of the, of the vaccination status. Then you're going to love this one. Illinois superintendent, his name is the school district 205 in Illinois. John Asplund is the superintendent there. He is now going to offer ID badges to those who have received the COVID vaccine it's a yellow badge. <laughs> I don't know if it's a star or not. Oh, God. I don't know if it's a star, but it's a yellow badge. Right. A yellow badge. That's creepy. That, that, right, totally creepy. Here you go. And once again, separating people. People, you know, if you don't have the yellow badge, now everybody's going to look down on you. It's going to be all clickish. It's all going to be, you don't have a yellow badge. Where's your yellow badge? You know, that's, mm. what, that's what he's doing. Scary it's stuff, man. Yeah. Scary stuff. Very right. scary. Um, let me. Just, I, I want to get back to just before we get to because we'll talk some more music here in a few minutes, sure. or, or you know after the break or whatever. But I, something popped into my head yesterday about this Merrick Garland thing okay. and the DOJ with Greg Abbott, and you know we're going to sue you, uh, and we are we have policies that you know uh, these people are supposed to report themselves, uh, you know, once they get here and get to where they're going. So we don't want you stopping any vehicle that has illegals in it because we expect that they will self-report. And something clicked in my mind when you, in, in other times when we have discussed anything regarding the border or immigration. Uh, it's like the voter IDs, the D-laws, back when we originally had to argue that idea in Texas when they first crafted the bill. The idea was put out there that to hassle an illegal, illegals live in the shadows, and they're a valuable part of, of our economy and a valuable part of our society, and you shouldn't hassle them. Uh, the reason illegals don't report crimes that they witness is because they're afraid of getting picked up and deported. Uh, so the very same people who at one point argued that to try to uh, uh, get illegals to come out of the shadows was in and of itself racist and argued the point that most won't do that, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons they don't have a driver's license is because they don't have one is because they're here illegally. So you're trying to force them out of the shadows. They once argued that, but now they have no problem arguing, oh, once they get here, they'll go self-report. Do you understand what I'm saying? It doesn't make any freaking sense. None of this makes any sense. You're right. You're arguing on both sides of the issue. That's what they do. That's exactly what have they done this whole time. On one side of the issue, it is get, wear a mask. On the other side, is not wear a mask. You know, they, they, right. that, that's the game play that they play. Both ends towards the middle. That is the game that they play, and they're doing it with with uh, the illegals as well. You know, 
um, and and they have done that all along. So whatever is expedient for them is what is how they're going to do it. It's multiple standards. So whatever sure. standard you require today, whatever, whatever they metric need. you, whatever narrative you require today, it's whatever okay. they need, whatever they need to make sure that they're here, that they stay here, and that they vote by That's all means. All vote. Look, uh, one of the reasons they want to hang on to the pandemic standards is cause, so the illegals can vote by mail. Yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah, send them a send them a uh, send them a ballot. Let them vote by mail. See, that's 100%. what's so cheap about all this. Sure, it is. We're talking about human life, one way or the other, right? Because the the immigration issue is a COVID issue, right? And anybody who says it's not is lying to but, themselves. But, but you're right on you're right on the mark. It's all about as, you're funny. right on the mark as always. That yes, that at one point they say, and and Bill McManus, God bless him, he used to say the same thing here about interactions with illegals. Here is that we you know we have to soft pedal that because we don't want them you know, that they're not going to want to report you know somebody who is like the old man beat on the wife she don't want to report him because we're going to de- we're going to deport him if she if right. she calls up so we got to soft pedal this the, a lot of this stuff and that's just to, to me that makes no sense if right. they're here illegal they're here illegal and, and we have laws in place trey but they'll 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 self-report man when no, they, they're not going to self-report rhode island or, or new york or wherever the hell they're being bust they'll self-report well and it's racist that you people are trying to stop them in texas i don't, I don't know if you saw this but biden uh, the administration said yesterday because uh, you know he's he's like not there if you watched him yesterday oh god yeah but uh you know it, it, their thing is now turning over the power to the people at the border the agents and what have you to decide instead of a court who stays and who goes. <laughs> That's their new thing. Right. We want, we want to give the agents on site, you know, the ability to decide who stays and who goes instead of a judge. Well, imagine the power and influence that Washington wields over somebody because of budgetary concerns like we were talking about earlier. You know, right. they, they decide, you know, they're going to decide who gets to stay here because of budget. You know, if you don't let certain number of people in, we're going to cut your budget. Well, that's uh, why Merrick Garland's biggest weapon, according to him, is the ability to sue somebody. Correct. Sue a state. Sue a governor. Right. Sue a city. Uh, which is a, a purely financial act. Right. When you're suing somebody, you're trying to separate some money from them. I, you know, so they, 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 either, they either dangle the purse strings over the heads of folks and say, we're going to cut your funding, or now it's, we'll sue you. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, sure. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the Eric Holder thing. That's yeah. what Eric did, you know? Yeah. What a piece it's, of crap. It's a total, right. It's politicization of, of the Department of Justice. Um, I, I do want to bring up something else, too. Um, Chip Roy's had an incredible week. I mean, oh, yeah. he'd been on fire up there hollering about you know uh, you're putting us in masks you're locking us back down. they were told to arrest people who were in the capitol yesterday that didn't have a mask on you know and he's hollering about that and he said but at the same time the border's wide open and you're not going to do anything about the border well yesterday he was going off on the senate uh, armed services committee because on wednesday they voted out of committee a new law that would register our daughters and granddaughters for the draft. I heard that. Yeah. And so Chip said, who are we? Who are we as a people? Where are our sacred boundaries? And I have to tell you, and this has nothing to do with uh, gender proclivities or anything about me thinking that women can't get the job done, but I do not want our daughters and granddaughters registering for the draft. I don't either. It's a bad idea. It's not necessary. It's a bad idea. Well, it's a bad idea. Uh, there's a reason why only dudes have to have to register. 
there you know and i i hate to be so bold but uh, apart from the sort of the the idea of being protective of women but you know they're the baby makers they're <laughs> they're the people who well, ensure that we have another generation so you you don't you don't conscript women for mil- compulsory military service which is probably never going to happen again anyway right. in this country it's no. kind of a moot point right. but you know the, the idea behind it is uh, this twisted feminism that exists right now which is there's no difference between men and women. And I if you no, mentioned there is, I have no problem with them signing up on their own if they want. If, sure, if well, they want to go and volunteer, man, they can fly helicopters and airplanes. Well, sure. and they can do anything a guy can do for the most part. But when it comes down to whether or not we're going to do conscription and force them by draft to go in, I say nope. No, I'm with you. No, it doesn't make any sense, and I'm, I'm against it. Just uh, you know, we're not going to draft them on a dude perspective. I'm against it's it. Not you know, do it. it's not necessary. And and again, it's cheap politics. Well, it's one of those things that's cheap politics because they know. First off, they know the draft is not likely to ever come back. Well, that's true. That's true. So it's all for, it's all for political show. Sure, there's no reality to it. Right. There's no meat to it. But I think he's bringing up a you know by asking by framing the question the way he did, and that's why I brought that up. You know, when him saying. Who are we as a people, and what are our sacred boundaries? I think that's a great question that we that we are grappling with right now as a people. Who are we going to be going forward? Well, yeah. And right now, I, this came up on Tucker's show last night, this J.D. Vance guy who's running for office up in the Northeast somewhere. Tucker had him on, and he said, you know, we're being run and run. The country's being run by a bunch of cat ladies right now. <laughs> that's a great line. He said... <laughs> These people that are running our lives and that are controlling our lives, by and large, live in single-room apartments in New York and, and D.C. They're very unhappy people. And Tucker said, do you think we'd be a happier country if, if happier people ran us? He said, for sure, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, right? and, 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 and see, the, the, the thing with that crowd, though, is that they're very myopic in that they, they only, if it's not important to them, it shouldn't be important to anybody. And so th- traditional boundaries and traditional things like marriage and the family, faith and all that stuff, you know, they have kind of an angst and a bitterness. I know because I've interacted with a lot of these kind of folks, these right. ideologues. And and they have a contempt for, if you will, the standard traditional stuff in, in general across the board. Patriotism, you know, because it's not important to them. Well, and, and the other point was m- many of them do not even have families of their own. They don't have kids. They don't have a progeny that they're passing this country right. on to. So they don't have any skin in the game. They're doing this. What, what they're do- The moves that they're making right now, as far as control is concerned, they're making those moves for themselves. It's self-aggrandizement. It's make- building themselves oh, up. Yeah. But they don't care what kind of country we're passing on because they don't no. have kids a lot of them live, like he said live in single room apartments and they're they're very po'd people they're unhappy well, they're, they're people. insecure and very self-absorbed aoc is a prime example oh yeah, absolutely she, she is the prime example isn't she it, 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 you know do you ever have you know it's like me when when uh, you know you got granddaughters i got you know i got kids and stepkids and all when people who don't have children Try to talk like parenting to you. You ever experience that? Oh, oh have I? <laughs> I sure That's I who have. we're talking about. Sure, it's the people that do that. Right. You know that that are the people who want to run the country and sure. control everything. Control because they of just our know lives. better. They right. just always know better. And and this guy, this JD Vance guy, I'm going to look him up and learn more about him. He made a great point. You know, we need more more family people running this country. Yeah, and happier family people <laughs> running the country, and right. we'd be a better well, place. Donald Trump you know? was a happy family man. Yeah. Yeah, let's be honest. As a, as God, I miss him. The prime example. <laughs> I really do, man. Well, he's coming back. 
I, I hope so you know, in some he's regard. He's coming know. back. He'll be around. He's not going anywhere. He'll be uh, he'll be involved. Because what a shining moment. And I know if you're anti-Trumper and you're out there listening to this show because you're a masochist, you know. Uh, <laughs> you like and pain. And you hate yourself. You, you like listen pain. every day. You know? Self-inflicted I know that Because I know the eye roll when you say things like that. Sure. But my God, that guy had us on a great path. Just a great path. Pretty good, huh? Yeah. You know, in one term. But. But the the Bidenites don't believe that, and, and no. it's amazing when you. I, I spend a lot of time reading the comments to get the you know the pulse of people, and when you see a story about Joe Biden or something, read the comments, and and the people that are out there go, he's the greatest thing that oh, ever happened God. to the world. He doesn't even know what day it is, and these people are like, he's the greatest thing ever. This is much better than the past four years. <laughs> Got a real low. This standard. is not the last four years. Well, again, they make comments like that, but they have no idea why they believe that. No, and they can't. They, they can't no defend idea. it. They can't no. back it up, can they? No. You know, so, I, 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 when rarely we get somebody on the air, whether it's this show or, or my show or what have you, or your show, uh, Five Fifty KTSA Morning News, you get somebody into a discussion about that, and they can never explain why Trump was so horrible for this country. Why Joe Biden is so great? Never have an answer. What's he done? Nothing. <laughs> in, in fifty so years. Up. Well, I can tell you what he's done in fifty years. He released Nelson Mandela. He was a coal miner, and he drove an eighteen-wheeler. So you know, listen, he's... champ. When I was a member of the Avengers, okay, right. I say to Iron Man, I say, you know, pal, listen, champ. We need more big rigs. Okay, we need more eighteen-wheelers. It was a brilliant, brilliant thing. All right, back in just a minute. More Warren Ryman coming up. Went over to Car Zeus yesterday. Hung out with them for a bit. I tell you, they're great people there. You know, um, I, I really didn't know what to expect when I stepped in the in the door at Carzu's. I was welcomed with open arms. I, I went back to the back room where all the action is going on, man, and it's awesome. What they're doing is they're, uh, you, when you log on, com. One of their friendly associates there will go, you know, take your your pictures and the description of your vehicle. They run it through their metrics over there. And then they send you a free no-obligation offer for your vehicle. It's so easy to sell your car or truck now. So many people that are moving, maybe you've been in the military is moving you or your job is moving you somewhere else, and you don't want to latch on with the U-Haul to your vehicle and drag it halfway across the country. Sell it to Car Zeus instead. Or maybe you found, for whatever reason, I had this happen a couple of times in my life where I had excess vehicles that I, I needed to sell. Well, who do you sell it to? Do you advertise online and go through all that rigmarole? No. You just simply go to carzeus.com. And by the way, by the way, what they told me yesterday is, and this was very reassuring, the truth matters to them. So if you find a better deal elsewhere, show it to them. And a lot of times, sometimes, or whatever, you know, they'll just go, yeah, you need to take that deal. If they're going to really pay you that, then you need to sell it to them instead of us. I mean, that's the kind of quality of people we're dealing with. At CarZeus.com, your AccuWeather forecast, sunny and hot, 93, 93, and 95 for the weekend. Where's it? News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Where in Rima, it's a funky Friday, red Friday. Remember, everyone deployed, please. So. I just, we talk about music a lot on this show, and, you know, I one of my all-time favorite records is about to be re-released. Uh, I think it's August 6th, uh, next week. And, you know, I was a huge fan of the Beatles growing up, uh, but George Harrison's All Things Must Pass, mm. they're, uh, they're, they're reissuing next week, 50th mm. anniversary, mm-hmm. uh, and they've apparently, like they did with the Let It Be album, they've been able to finally strip out all of the Phil Spector 
wall of sound crap. Good. It's a beautiful. I mean, George Harrison. <laughs> was ter- Phil Spector's stuff was awful. Oh, awful. Terrible. And, terrible. And all things must pass you, is such a great record, but it always had that muddy, yeah, kind of sound. Well, to you know it. what I was just telling you was the reason that they they you know Phil Spector did that on a lot of occasions was to cover up talentless people. Mm-hmm. That the whole wall of sound right. thing yeah. was to make it as muddy as possible because a lot of those people couldn't sing. They they they, right. they were kind of talentless, but not the case with George Harrison. No, Why would no. you do that to him? And well, they, I think, well, he had worked with the Beatles, right? Right. And the what it be album. I remember that. So yeah. Just, it, I couldn't figure that out either. They right. didn't right. need him. They didn't. You know. And uh, but didn't I, they go to him? Yeah, it uh, uh, wasn't John friends with him or something. I don't remember how. I exactly. think it was something yeah, like that. I believe John was tight with him. Yeah, that's what I but thought. What was always I think great about the music of the Beatles and even on their soul because Lennon actually it must have been Lennon because Lennon also used him on Imagine. Yeah, they, and, yeah, and, they were friends. Yeah, uh, um, that the, the sound was so crisp. Yeah, the the mixing was so crisp in a lot of those earlier records. Mm. And George Harrison's "All Things Must Pass," which for me is is almost a spiritual experience. I mean, I, when I when I want to get reconnected to stuff, to my faith and to spirituality, I put that on and listen right. to it because every song on that record is concerned in a sense with faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you always felt like you weren't really hearing the record because of you had to you got to listen through that wall of sound crap. So I, they did the 30 year anniversary, and they when Harrison was still alive, and they weren't able to separate them. Right, they remixed it as best as they could. But now, apparently, Donnie Harrison, his son, and I forget who the producer is, uh, found the probably, original. Probably Jeff Lynn from ELO. With it might be. Because yeah. he, he tends to lean on him quite a bit. It might be, yeah. yeah. They were finally able to, to find the original individual tracks. Awesome. And, stri- you know, without bef- pre-Phil Spector. And basically what they did is they went through every single song mm-hmm. with the original separate tracks right. and remixed them together. So now you can you'll be able to hear the record in all its clarity. So all that beautiful guitar work because everybody played on that record. Clapton played on that record. Peter Frampton. Peter played Frampton it. played on that record. Gary Wright. Gary Wright. There, so. You'll be able to actually. It's almost like you'll be able to hear it for the first time. And it's one of those records I've been listening to my whole adult life. It's just one of my favorites. Did you pre-order yet? I haven't pre-ordered yet, no. Yeah. But today's payday, so I'm not. <laughs> today. today is today is pre-order yeah. day. It ain't no cheap CD, you know. <laughs> no, no, it's it's expensive. Oh, that's yeah. right. Because you got all the extras on there. Right. Too. We right. were talking about that the other day, though, and how the the record companies they decide what's best for you, right? Instead of uh, leaving that up to the artists, and it started all new gen- genres of music, like mm. you and I and our love for outlaw country. Right. That would have never happened without Nashville. Screwing around with Waylon and Willie's music, absolutely. They, they would right. cut something, and I remember you know hearing Waylon talk about this. He cut a, I forget what song it was, and he's driving around the streets in Nashville and hears all this strings and and steel get pedal steel guitars and everything that he did not authorized to be put in there and he called the record company what are you guys doing well we just spiced it up redheaded strangers a prime example oh, yeah, yeah. when willie turned that in sent it to to the record company right. ready to be put out oh they said thanks for the demo <laughs> and we'll we'll you know put the fiddles right, and everything right. in there and willie said the only thing that record needs is out well what what was great about those guys especially waylon is that he, for him it was an artistic thing and Willie, but Waylon was probably the first one to really stand up he to that That's machine. Right. That's right. And for him, it was these are my artistic choices. Mm-hmm. Right. You are not the artists. 
Well, you it, do not understand what I'm going for, so you're screwing it up. Right. You figure at that point in Whalen's career, he'd been around for oh, yeah. 20 oh, years. At least. And so it was like, your way is not working. Right. You know, because he wasn't a household name by any stretch of the imagination at that point. Your way is not working. I'm going to do this my way. So he just basically gave the finger to Chet Atkins and all the guys at RCA. <laughs> yeah, he did. And he started working with, you know, Richie Albright from, you know, from West Texas and all these different guys. Right. You know, Tom Paul, Glazer, and those Tom things. Paul, yeah. and that's when, Tom Paul. yeah, and that's when Willie got to the armadillo and called him and said, "You need to get down here, right? Because there's something." I'm looking. Willie said, "I'm looking out at a crowd right now. I'm playing to a crowd where a bunch of high hippies are dancing with rednecks drinking Lone Star. Right? You right. need to get down here." <laughs> As it should be. As it, As should, it be. should be. Yeah. That's right. Because the Outlaw Country had a reality to it. That's to- proof. To- to- tell you know, me what it was. Poetry to it. So August 6th is when it's coming out? August 6th. All right. Yeah, I'm Rock forward. on. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Fast break for the news. Back in a minute. More Warren Rima coming up. So coming up, the world's largest wealth and passive income expo, September 3rd and 4th. That's going to be here before you know it. I mean, you're like a month away from this. So now, today is your time to get registered. You don't want to miss this opportunity in Irving, Texas, September 3rd. Third and fourth, the world's largest wealth and passive income expo. What are they going to teach you? you? Well, they're going to teach you how to invest in real estate to make money at it, too. I mean, why mess around, right? And uh, you're going to learn how to connect with successful investors. In fact, that's exactly what you're going to do, is you're going to connect with these investors, the industry experts, the folks who have done, been there, done that, and wrote the book about it, all right? You're going to become uh, or learn how you can become real estate retired at any age. I don't care how old or how young or how young at heart you are. It's never too late, and it's never too soon. You get started now on this and uh, and watch the passive income start to head your way. I want you to be involved in this. The world's largest wealth and passive income expo coming up in September in Irving. Do not miss it. Log on to wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. Enter my name, T-R-E-Y, all in caps, and get 90... 90- Hi, this is Jack Riccardi, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. If it's about being hesitant, talk to your doctor. Listen to the information. Let's keep these dialogues going. But if it's about this idea of a perverse exercise of freedom that is really just infringing on the freedom of everybody else, it's a problem. Didn't he get a, he was in a restaurant somewhere, yes. just recently without a mask on. Yes. yes. Restaurant owner comes up to him. Yes. And he's... You know, spewing that bilge on the air. Right. Yeah, restaurant owner says, where's your mask, Fredo? Wearing Rima, Trey wears Sean Rima. That's Don, that's Chris, that's Elaine over there, 837 now at uh, KTSA. I I, want to mention something uh, briefly here, real quick. Uh, I'm pro-life dude. Right. And um, so, uh, you know, this whole rabble right now is telling people, you don't have choice whether or not we put a shot in your arm. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. But you have pro-choice to avoid, you know, your child. And I'm pro-choice when it comes to shots and masks. <laughs> if you want to call me pro-choice, I am about that. Right. So yesterday, for the first time in 45 years, the House of Representatives voted along party lines, 219 to 208, to do away with a Hyde Amendment and do away with a Weldon Amendment, which now would allow taxpayers to pay for abortion. Mm. Which means you and me and Don and Chris and everybody else that pays their taxes faithfully and dutifully and people who are pro-life have, have to now, if, if this passes in the Senate, and I don't think it will, but if it does, we will then be obligated to pay for abortion, a procedure we do not believe in. 
Yeah. And that's why the Hyatt Amendment was put into place. Same thing is true. Uh, they voted also to fund abortions in foreign countries. According to a recent, <laughs> yeah, according to a recent Marist poll, 77% of Americans are opposed to taxpayer money paying for abortion. Absolutely. Now, why is this important? Well, the first one was what I talked about with the, you know, the COVID. A 22-year-old female cannot decide whether or not she's going to take the vaccine. She has to take the vaccine, right? Or, right. or lose her job. But you can go in and, 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 and abort your child if you want to do that at taxpayer expense. Here's the danger, and this is not hyperbole, and I don't mean to like rile up the troops, but I'm telling you, this is the danger. When you start allowing taxpayers to pay for it, against their own conscience and their own will the the first thing is you're you're not far at all from it being first of all all of them being taxpayer funded and secondly mandated that's why we have to be on top of, of, of these mandate things what you can and cannot do forced upon your body but once the government starts paying totally and completely for all abortion just like in china this is what china did yeah, population is, control this is the Chinese model. You can only have so many kids. This is how they got there. Right. And oh, you, I'm against it. And, I think it's horrible. And do you know how many women have been aborted in China? Primarily, it's female babies that they abort mm. over there. Primarily. Yeah, it's sick. By mandate. By right. government mandate. No, I, 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 I see the, uh, the trail uh, laid out right you know, before. And what's insidious about the abortion industry in this country, and it, it is an industry. Mm-hmm. Bar not, make no mistake, it is an industry. Moneymaker. In that it truly is marketed towards low-income single women. Hundred uh, percent. You, you can an abortion is probably going to end up being cheaper for you to pay out of pocket than if you need uh, antibiotics or something uh, for a really bad case of pneumonia or any other medical procedure because they market it to low-income women. And they market it to low-income women under the guise of it being about general women's health, which it certainly is not. Right. Uh, it's an industry. It's a moneymaker. And if it goes over to the government side, and, and that's, how they, that's how they pull the heartstrings of the morons. It's, hey, you, if you don't support this, you, you're against women's health. It's like, oh, shut up. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with women's health. In general, women can get medical attention just like a dude can by walking into a freaking hospital. I, I know. Right? I know that it sounds uh, like really outlandish that one day they may mandate it, but a hundred well, not a hundred years ago in China it was outlandish, and they, they do it, and they've been doing it. They can do it based on COVID, whatever, whatever. Say, hey, you know, we we got too many people getting sick, so we need fewer people. Or green climate uh, stuff. This oh, we had too many people th- screwed up the environment. This uh, nut job uh, that that uh, Joe Biden has nominated for BLM for Bureau of Land Management, mm-hmm. the head of that oh, for the God. secretary yeah, of that. Yeah, and she used to be the editor of an eco terrorist newspaper. Oh, I know yeah. these guys that go around and and blow up stuff, you spike trees. Yeah, right. Uh, she is all about population control. Oh, yeah. That's her thing, man, is, you know, one family, one child at the most. Preferably, you don't have any more at all. But we got to control how many people are here and alive in this country. She's all about that. So we are we're edging closer to government mandates on that. And I know you. a lot of you are saying, no, we're not. That'll never happen here. My point is, that's what they were saying in China 100 years ago. That'll yeah. never happen and, here. And, and, and the current rabble, and it, you're right. You're absolutely right. And the current rabble 
uh, in a sense, see babies and human beings themselves as a form of garbage and poison that is screwing up the planet. Now, whether they actually believe that or that's just the excuse to use to control people is I don't really care which one it is. It's the same outcome. But you it's just exactly the, the same outcome. But you just made the connection. Once again, you're making the connection, and that is for for the health and safety of the planet and the fact that we're Green New Deals and right. all, you know the Green New Deal, what we got to do is do population control. You have one kid. And we're paying for it. And we're you know, paying for it. We're, right. We got it covered. We're paying for it. But that, that's it. That's pay all your fair you can, share. Right. To save the planet. Well, sure. That you know, we're, we're, you know, taxpayer dollars are going to pay for the for, for the abortion, but you have to go have the abortion because you can only have one. You you're over your limit now. Yeah. That's that's number two, or no, you can only have two, or whatever whatever well, they set the limit at. It's for the health of the planet. And what's planet. even more insidious is that a lot of the stuff is marketed and pointed directly at women of color. Oh, sure, women of color. They do it. It all always the time. has been in this country. They do it all the time. But right now, especially. And uh, uh, so, you know, it, it, there's so much bull crap that flows around that. But, yeah, it, it, to, to expect that someday at the end of that train track, you know, at the, end of that ra- at, the, at the end of that rail, you have mandated abortions because you can only have one kid. Okay, if it, if it weren't already going on on planet Earth, it would be maybe even more unbelievable. But it is. It this is. This is a reality in China. That's right. This is a reality, and it has been for quite some time. And what do we call Joe Biden? China Joe for a reason. Uh. He's yeah. in the pocket of the Chinese. They're yeah. all a bunch of scumbags. Right. They really are. All right, so quick break. We'll be right back. More Warren Rima on the other side as we get ready to close out Warren Rima today and get headed into the weekend. You know, uh, Bridgehead IT. I love talking about these guys. I love talking about Wes Bunch. He's with me every Tuesday at 6.50 for Tech Tuesday where we talk about the latest in, in IT and tech, and it really is a great segment. I hope you'll check it out next Tuesday at 6.50. I hope you'll check them out. Okay, if all business today rotates around the sun, which is IT, right? What's happening in your computers, what's happening with your hardware, what's happening with your software, all that stuff, your business heavily depends on that, and you don't need me to tell you that, right? But the people who can help you improve your bottom line and solve IT problems at your business Bridgehead IT. Been at this for almost 30 years here in the great state. They have been working really hard with effective, smart IT solutions. Businesses all over the state, in fact, outside of the state, rely and trust Bridgehead to take care of them. And you know, when it comes to cybersecurity, you, you've got to not only be on top of that game, you've got to be way out in front of the bad guys who are trying to hack into your business and destroy your business. And it can happen. That's why you need Bridgehead IT on your team. That's Bridgehead IT at 210-477-7999. 93 today and tomorrow. 95 hot and humid on Sunday. Right now, 70.